hopefully we have an intro by this point. I know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, damn. I want to learn something new. You do? Yeah. All right. Well. Well, I'm Sam. And I'm Miguel. And today I have a couple things for you. So one of them. A couple? A couple. So like really small things. Like nothing. One of them is really small. The other one's pretty, pretty in depth. So is it one is small, two or one? one. You said okay. One. So Legitness. just before we get through it, I just want to give a quick shout out to my boy Steve. He gave me this idea again. Dude, Steve comes in with some Dude, good ideas. He does. You haven't even heard it yet, and you know it's going to be a good idea. I mean, he seems like a cool guy. He's a good guy. Um, and then also, I don't know if you heard it from the last episode, but the audio quality has gone uh, pretty high. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gotten way better. So a quick shout out to my mom as well. <laughs> she had this random, really nice microphone. I can't remember what she had it for. I want to say it's for work. Um, it says blue, blue on the side. It's a blue Yeti, <laughs> and uh, it's a lot better than what we were using. Hopefully the stuttering is gone, or the... The intermittent interference issues is the best way to put it, possibly. Yeah. Hopefully um, that's gone. I hope so. That would be cool. Um, because, I mean, we even get that on our monitor, like our little baby monitor. Oh, so yeah. one, the little crack. I wonder if it, it, get, it uses the same frequency, maybe. Huh. I don't know. But yeah. Maybe it's because our neighbor has like a 40-foot tall radio tower. Jesus Christ. 40 feet? Is that 40 feet? I feel like it's taller than... I mean, it's taller than our house. Yeah, I mean, our house isn't that tall. Our house is probably a total of max 20 feet. Oh, yeah. Then definitely 40 feet. It's like... Mm, like, our house is actually probably in the wheelhouse of like 13 or 14 feet. I feel like when I look at a house, I'm like, oh, it's 100 feet right there. Really? No way, bro. Think about it. They just use eight or two by fours, like. Okay, tradesmen. Yeah, look down on me. Why don't you? <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, we'll get going with today's story. We're excited. So late on. I, ha- I have another idiom for you to start off with. Oh, so awesome. So yes. spill the beans. Oh. You know where that comes from. Go ahead, use in a sentence. Spill the beans. I'd say, okay, go ahead, spill the beans. Let me know what's going on. Like, you're like, tell it to me. Trying to figure out something else. Yeah. So, really, this one's a bit tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no clear-cut answer, but um, the general, like, consensus is that it most likely came from ancient Greek. I've been doing a lot of Greek stuff recently. Um, I feel like and a lot of stuff goes back to that, though. It does, right? It, it goes back to their voting process, which involved beans. Oh, I know this, actually. Yeah, yes, they yeah. voted on beans. Yeah, yeah. they would do, like, light-colored beans and right. dark-colored beans. They okay. would have mm-hmm. two-colored beans, light-color or dark-color, and then at the end of it, they would spill the beans and to see, see what the vote was. That's so right. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Something a little small, a little short. I love that. Him. Little treat for you. I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah, they would do like you would just kind of grab whichever one and they'd just sort out that way. I feel like that's the quickest way to do that. Yeah, they would just drop it and be like, okay, most of those are black and most of those are white. (laughs) But. So, new president. (laughs) (laughs) They're like,
like, oh, new, or I guess, I don't know what they had. They had, they didn't have kings or queens. It'd be like new. They're very democratic, so. Who, what was the name of their leader or their person? Or did they never have one person? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't oh, know. man. Jeez. But okay. yeah, either way, next person in power. Here you go. You got all the light beans. Yeah. So, but today, the meat Later. and potatoes. The meat and, the meat and greets. I have the Boliskine house. The what? The Boliskine house. Okay, okay. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Okay. So, Man, um. Come up with good stuff. Or was this Steve? Steve. This is Steve. Dude, Steve has some cool ideas, man. I feel like every time I talk to him, he's always got like, oh, have you heard of this? And I'm like, no. And you're like, no. And then I look into it. Didn't anyone mention him, right? Literally, yeah. Steve is actually the inspiration. He is. He's like, yeah, I know this stuff. He he came up with Tarar. Yeah. The history of Tarar. What about the Rat King? Did he come with that? No. No? No, That was me. Honestly, that one's a cool one. Tarar, Tarar, Tarar. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a wild story. That one was crazy too. But um, man, that's cool. I'm excited. Lay so, it on me. The Bulliskine House. I'm just gonna give you a quick a quick excerpt of what I found here. Uh-huh. It says the history of the Eerie Bulliskine House in Iver- Inverness, Scotland. The building has been used by a whole lot of people, including <laughs> occultists, band uh-huh. members. And many believe it to be haunted by the supernatural. And in recent years, the site was the center of arson and and uh, other attacks, and has been taken over by a charity who are now rebuilding it. Wait, so recently people are now attacking it? Mm-hmm. So the most recent attack, it was set on fire. Jeez. And now, now the charity is like people are rebuilding it. So okay. They, so that's the Bolaskan House. It's recently been into attacks and. Um, now charity of the Boliskine has taken it over and they're rebuilding it. They're posting it on Instagram as they do more and more things. So real quick, Boliskine, is it like... It's an area. It's an area, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, so quick facts about the house. Okay. Is that it was built by the Archibald, or the Archibald of Fraser of Lovat. Um, he was born in 1736, and the build and um, the building was completed in, in 1809. So, and he also died in 1815. So he only got to really live in it for about six years. That sucks. Uh, so, who was the Archibald? He was the son of Simon Fraser. Okay, this is. I started getting into a bunch of rat holes about this. Okay. They're like rabbit holes. Um, so he was the son of Simon Fraser. He was the 11th Lord Lovett, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he was part of the Fraser clan of Scotland. And in Scotland, there's thousands of clans. Oh. Thousands. And um, clans just like families in? Yeah. Okay. The biggest clan to this day is the Campbell clan, which they still have political and military influence. Wow. Yeah. That's this, pretty cool. To this day. Um, and it overlooks the Loch Ness. The Loch Ness monster. Right. Same lake. Okay. It overlooks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It overlooks that. So. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm sorry. I just had a whole epiphany. Okay, go ahead. Scotland. Yep. Viking. 
Is that same-ish area? Because then you'd have Viking of the Loch Ness Monster and Loki where he had that serpent that he gave birth to. I, I want to say... I mean, I feel like that's kind of like in the same-ish area, right? Yeah, I want to say it's the same area. I don't know. Maybe that's what the Loch Ness Monster is. It is Loki's child creature thing. Loki's child creature thing. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> Loki's child creature thing. Loch Ness Monster. Um, but some fun facts about the Loch Ness is that it's the largest lake in the UK. Oh, okay. Okay, it's um, 30, 36 mo- kilometers long by 2.7 kilometers wide. And the first sighting of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, nice. was in 565. <laughs> By a monk. I'm sorry. All I think of is right now Twilight. Yeah, Nessie. You imprinted on my daughter and you named her after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Nessie, that's Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I don't think I've you? ever seen that part. Really? It's when Jacob imprints on her daughter. You've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Did. Twilight Marathon. No way. Yeah, way, dude. Uh, And in 1933, a British circus offered about $20,000 prize. A 20... uh, Wait, a British circus? A British circus. Okay. Yep. Offered $20,000 for anyone who could capture the beast. And it still stands to this day. $20,000? That's it? To catch it? Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't, like, changed with, like, inflation? That uh, you would think so, but no. I mean, they're like, ah, it's never going to get caught, so why not? Yeah. Some other fun facts about the Loch Ness. I, there was a lot, actually. Loch Ness once. Yeah. No, the lake. Oh, the lake? Oh, I was mm-hmm. going to say, that one's pretty, the Loch Ness Monster is pretty big, though. Mm-hmm. It honestly became, like, a tourist attraction. Yeah. So... Brenda Sheritz mm-hmm. was the first to swim the length of the lake, 36 kilometers. Um, and it's super cool because she was just a teenager. I mean, teenagers, I think, are in their prime. Yeah. And also, the temperature of the lake is about 5 to 10 degrees Celsius. That's which like is like. An... What is that? That's below freezing. So it has to be... It's not below freezing. Oh, wait, no, it's right above freezing. So it has to be like... It's like 40, 45 40, degrees. 40, yeah. I forgot. Celsius zero is freezing. Which would make sense. No, I did. Fahrenheit. But no, 32 degrees Fahrenheit? That's <laughs> freezing. USA, USA. <laughs> it's literally only us, right? Yep, the imperial system. I wonder why. It's because we can, bro. This is okay. silly. So the land on which the Boliskin rests um, dates as far back to the 6th century when the Celtic missionaries brought Christianity to the highlands. And it began as a church parish around the 13th century uh, when the Church of Rome first began settling in the area. Mm-hmm. The house overlooks the Boliskin Cemetery, which also has a reputation much like the building for its occult activities and paranormal happenings. Okay. 
Um, fun facts about the cemetery is that, I guess they're just facts about the cemetery. Um, they're the only mort house in Scotland. Um, and people would sit on top of this tower and watch for body snatchers. Do you know the history of body snatchers and how yeah. that became a thing? Um, I can't remember how it became a thing. I know that, I can't remember where, but at one point, um, med students kept on taking them. Yes. And then also people would do it because, um, they would bury them like with jewelry and nice things so that they would, yep. so that's what they were sealing. Yep. So both of those hit right on. Um, so like they would overwatch these bodies because med students would come and, you know, steal fresh bodies so they could study. Yeah. Which is crazy that. And it became almost like a building That is what task. it is. Yeah. It's crazy that med students, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they have what cadavers. Is that what they're yeah. called? Um, and they used that, to have to steal those. Which is crazy to me. Like I understand, but like. At the same time, like, if you want to understand the human body more, then, yeah, on somebody dead. But I get it. You don't want your family member, like, being, like, just, like, taken apart and figured out. Like, but that's when you become a donor and you say, yes, I want to dedicate my body to science so that they can figure out more stuff, you know? Yeah, that, that is very true. But, um, but yeah, for, for the med students, it became almost like a, like a team-building activity and, like, a chore. So they Which could study body. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, imagine that you're like third year residency, and they're like, we need some more bodies, Timmy. Yeah. You, um, you go take your you, friends. You, you, get yeah, we need them to happen. And from like things that I read, it was almost like everybody knew that they were stealing them, but they just didn't want to get caught because then it become like fact. So people knew things were getting dug up. But they just didn't kind of a blind eye because they didn't right, want to right. admit it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's exactly what I was just saying. Like, you kind of were like, yeah, but at the same time, like, I want more medical advancement to happen. Yep. 100%. So, I could see it. I could see it. Um, and then, it stayed in... The, the whole building stayed in the Fraser name for about 90 years. And it was sold to uh, Alistair Crowley um, for about 2,000 euros. Okay, well, if anybody, you can see, if anybody saw my face, Alistair is, and Crowley, yeah. both very, like, supernatural name. If anybody knows who I am, supernatural, love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. So it was sold Except to... Except for the Leviathan season. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst <laughs> season, to be honest. It was sold to a fellow named Alistair Crowley for 2,000 euros. And Dang. at the time, that was twice the market value, which is about um, $2,100. So 2020? Yeah. <laughs> equivalent to 2020? Yeah, equivalent to 2020? Uh-huh. It's about 75000 Seventy-five thousand for in today's money. For what? What is? How big is it? Is it's it's a ginormous house. That's it. Seventy-five thousand. Mm-hmm. You guys steal, bro. Yeah, if you were to convert the euros from nineteen or from eighteen ninety-nine to today, two thousand euros is about seventy-five, about seventy-five k. 
which roughly translates to like maybe seventy-two, seventy-three thousand dollars in the U.S. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, one of the most famous owners, which we're gonna dig into a lot, was Alistair Crowley, and he was born in eighteen seventy-five and died in nineteen forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. Right? He bought the house in 1899 to seclude himself to do a six-month operation to perform black magic from the book of sacred magic of Abramalin, the mage. I'll tell you about it for Oh, sheesh. So, uh, fun fact about that book. It's available for $12.95 on Amazon. (laughs) I looked it up. You can buy it. And it gives you instructions on how to perform rituals. Don't do it. I'm not giving you permission. Don't do it. I'm not. Are you talking to me or are you talking to everybody? Everybody. You. Everybody. If I, do, what do you mean? If I see that book, bro, I'm burning it. I already bought it. No, you didn't. Burn it. Don't, <laughs> even lie. don't even lie. What? Okay. Man, don't mess with that stuff. Okay. So, some, some facts about Crowley here. I, I tried digging into his history a little bit. So, Alistair Crowley was actually born Edward Alexander Crowley. He was born on October 12th in 1875. Dude, he was pissed on not being born on Friday the 13th. <laughs> I know. Um, and he, if, if you look him up, he has a bunch of different titles under him. So, he was an English occultist. Classic. Okay. He was a philosopher, a mm-hmm. ceremonial magician. Uh-huh. A poet, a painter, a novelist, and a mountaineer. What's a mountaineer? Does somebody climb mountains? Tiger, I would oh. say. Um, he was also born into a wealthy family, but rejected the religion, so he went to try and pursue Western esotericism. Which is? Which is, it's a, it's a Western form of spirituality that stresses the importance of the individual effort. I got this from Wikipedia, this is not me. Okay. Or not Wikipedia, but another website. Because um, I didn't know what it was either. So this is literally what it says, a little, a little excerpt of it. It says, it's a Western form of spirituality that stresses the importance of the individual effort to gain spiritual knowledge or gnosis whereby man is confronted with the divine aspect of existence. Like, you are just... You know that you exist, but there's so but much that more you're, out there. Yeah. And so you're you know, self-aware of how small you are, yeah. almost. Yeah, okay. essentially. That's exactly okay. what it is. Um, and he was also the founder of Thel- the Thelema religion. Thelema? Thelema. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Neither Sounds like a dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> I've is never it the heard same thing? Or have you? Do you no, have it, what it means? Dude, okay, this is where I started getting into oh, so you rabbit holes. Dude. <laughs> okay, so rat holes, rabbit holes. Yeah, he was um, the Thelemic cosmology. These are these are things I found on websites about Thelemology. Um. It's cosmology features deities drawn from ancient Egyptian religion. The highest deity is Nuit. Do you remember that from... Uh, Moon Knight? Moon Knight? No. It's, it's almost like Zeus for the ancient Greek. Okay, so the... Um, the head So honcho. if anybody doesn't know, it's the head honcho. It's like the god... That's more power. That kind of takes care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in the night sky... 
in that religion, uh-huh. the Thelmology thel- religion, was symbolized as a naked woman. Yeah. Okay. Covered in stars, representing the ultimate source of possibilities. Oh my god, it sounds like a man religion. Well, I mean, Crowley, you know what I'm saying? And so magic was a central practice in Thelema, encompassing a range of physical, mental, and spiritual exercises, and it is viewed as a means to uncover one's true will and will enact change in alignment with it. So that's just a a small part of it. Okay, so... Okay, okay, so you're telling me... He thinks the sky is a naked lady covered in stars. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I. I mean, I know, I know. Guys think women are pretty, but they're the whole sky. How does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense. Think about What's astrology. the moon? Her think belly about astrology. button. What do you mean astrology? There's like astrology. I think think is more based off of Greek and Roman where like it's like a man protecting his woman or there's the archer the arrow there's you and know I all that stuff what, I think what he's trying to say is that they were that the, what her tattoos no like the, all... the stars made a naked mm-hmm. woman I think that's I think that's what they were trying to say um all I'm saying is did how horny can a guy be? <laughs> very, he just needs to get laid. Very. <laughs> I tell you what, dude. Especially in 18th century. You know, everybody well, probably stunk. I was about to say, I bet your junk stank. Because <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Kay. yeah. Um, this is a quick little thing about thelmology. I also try to look up, like, how big... That Thelmology? religion was, mm-hmm. and there there was really no clear cut answer to it. Um, so what I found was that forty three different grand lodges in twenty three different states in What's the a U.S. Grand Lodge. We'll get to that here. Oh, in a okay, bit. cool. Um, in twenty three different states, have them, and so they didn't put out any numbers. It seems pretty small. Okay. It seems pretty small, um, but Crowley. Ended up growing to love Scottish culture. He described himself as the Lord of Boliskine. Uh-huh. And during the six-month excapade, um, Crowley, Crowley had summoned the Twelve Kings and Dukes of Hell. He did. Okay. Do you know of these? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, just for people that don't know, the Twelve Kings, and this is another excerpt that I found on a website... That sent me through freaking... I was in the rabbit hole, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, you could go into so many different tunnels with all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was so many. I felt like as soon as I learned something, I'd go to something else. And then there would be something else. And it was all so interesting. So, briefly put, the 12 kings, um, the kings of hell were those angels who were closest to Lucifer mm-hmm. when he led the rebellion against God Almighty in heaven. They were promised their own crowns if the attack succeeded, but it did not. 
And when all the rebelling angels were cast out of heaven, and Lucifer was made the emperor of his own infernal dominion, these angels received kingdoms of their own to rule in recognition to their royalty, or their loyalty. Yes. Um, so Lucifer is not the king of hell, he is the emperor. Mm-hmm. And there is hierarchy in hell. Yeah, because... And you kind of... Pull it back to Supernatural. You kind of see that in um, the Knights of Hell, like, kind of concept. Like, yeah. where... They were pretty low tier. Yeah, but, like, the same, like, concept of technically, yes, you're the king of hell, but doesn't mean that you're the most powerful. Like, you... Mm-hmm. You're just kind of the person in charge right now, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the dukes, mm-hmm. um, the dukes of hell were the many angels who joined the rebellion after seeing how many of the higher and more powerful angels had already begun the assault against the throne of the Almighty, mm-hmm. being God. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the fallen angels were granted the title of duke in recognition of their service to Lucifer. Dang. Yeah. I've, like, I didn't. As I was looking through all this stuff, I didn't realize how deep it went. Like, there's books about demons mm-hmm. and, you know, like, like um, the hierarchy of them. That's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know all that. Yeah, and what's crazy is, like, it's just, it is really intense, you know? What do you mean by that? Because, like, you would think, like, it's so interesting how Christianity is so like, okay, there's a God. Right. And then say there's the um, Father, Son, Holy Spirit kind of thing. Like there's three. There's, right. If you see it across the board, there's usually about three like of the same. And you always have the same of somebody betrayed God that was his angels or whatever. And one betrayed him and then he was casted out and then this other ones. But there's always like somebody in power there's other ones below it and there's other like there's always like that same concept greek mythology same thing there's like zeus and, and then where some do you those... think that comes from i mean if you think about it like it's think... hard to think about one person doing everything like think of one person doing everything the right way but i'm not saying the right way like in general mm-hmm. the way one person thinks it's the right way Mm-hmm. from, like, the neighbor across the street that's, think that's the wrong way. And that's the other thing of, like, that's human nature, you know? It is. And it, it, I think it gets so, like, it gets so funky mm-hmm. when it becomes, like, that is so common. We put one person in power, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> and they can control whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. right? But then we mimic that in our own government. Yeah. And yeah. we pay them for nothing. Like you said, don't even get me started. It's crazy. It's worthless. I don't but know. They, do, they do some good things, you know? I know. I guess. Sometimes. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. But then it's like hard. It's like, okay, then can you do it better? They don't want to do it better. Well, they don't because there's too much money and there's too much there's too many other things going on. Mm. 
Don't know. And that's the other thing. If you were put in the same position, you would still have those same struggles, you know? I think it comes down to, like, that power. You don't want to let that go. If you do no. too many of the right things and you, you make things power. happen... You lose you, power. Not necessarily you lose power, but you lose power within your organization. Mm-hmm. You get, maybe gain a better following behind you, but mm-hmm. you lose power within your friends yeah. and your peers. Yeah, because, I mean, you gotta make... you got Like, don't get me wrong, you gotta make stuff happen still. Yeah. It gets a little crazy. A little chaotic. A little crazy. Um, so, back to it. Um, but, so these rituals, Crowley could never finish. He never finished one. Bro, he's a quitter? Yeah. What do you um, mean he couldn't finish? What couldn't he finish? So in the middle of summoning the 12 dukes, or the, the 12 kings and uh-huh. the dukes, by the way, there's like over 70 dukes. Um, he was trying to get all of them? Yeah, he tried to summon all of them. <laughs> okay. Um, he was summoned to Paris by his master... Who was one of the His three name. founders of the Golden Dawn. Have you heard of this? I have not heard of the Golden Dawn. Okay, so it's an organization that studies and practices the occult mm-hmm. and metaphysics and paranormal activities. So I did some research cool. on the Golden Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the three founders, which is one of the three that called him, mm-hmm. were William Robert Woodman, William Wynne Westcott, and Samuel Little Mathers. Were they were Freemasons, and members Freemasons they were okay, and so they were also members of. I hope I don't mess this up, of the Societas Rosicruciana in Anglania. Wow. We'll see if we said that right. Um, and so overall, pretty much the the overwhelming majority agree that Westcott William Wynne Westcott. He was the initial driving force of the establishment of the Golden Dawn. Okay, the Golden Dawn, these are the requirements to get into the the previously mentioned society, the Rosi Cruciana and Angliani. Mm-hmm. These are the requirements to get into that club. Okay. Okay. Um, you have to... The society requires all applicants for membership to be um, master masons of a grand lodge which is like so if you think of the grand lodge as like a government you're registered to a government and after so many years you gain status Mm -hmm. and that's you have to be a master mason okay excuse me and then um, and then also in that um you have to declare belief in the fundamental principles of the Trinitarian Christian faith. Wait, what? And the requirements to join the previously mentioned yes. um, That's what we're going over. organization was um, they had to be Master Masons in their Grand Lodge. Mm-hmm. Which was just like if you were to think of it as like a government mm-hmm. grand lodge was like, the. The, the place you'd vote almost mm-hmm. or like, um, is where you'd find political prowess almost. Okay. And so with more time signed up to that. Government, mm-hmm. you'd gain more power. 
Um, I mean, that makes sense. Like, overall, I feel like it makes sense. Right. And the last requirement is to declare belief in the fundamental principles of the Trinitarian Christian faith. Trinitarian Christian mm-hmm. faith. And offer assistance to all its members in working out the great problems of nature and science. So, um, the Father, the Son, so, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Trinity, yeah. Yep, that's what that is. So you believe in that? Yes, you have, you have to but believe yet, in it. But yet, there are the cultists? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so, overall, the ritual was never finished. Um, which led to the locals blaming the manor's unlucky history and evil spirits that had been left behind by Crowley as he, you know, continued to carry on various rituals and he kept a diary. But he could Well, I don't understand is how could you not finish a ritual? I don't know. That's the stupidest thing. I feel like that's like a disclaimer. When you open the book, do not not leave unfinished. Procrastination nation. I have no idea. Jeez. Um, okay. At one point, he even claimed that he had been performing in a particularly sunny room uh, when it suddenly <laughs> turned dark, which prompted him oh. to use an artificial light, and then he would continue on. Uh, later on, he admitted that the rituals got out of hand. Well, yeah, you freaking do <laughs> bro, stupid what, stuff. What, what do you mean it got out of hand, bro? You knew what you were doing. Um, and so after that, after, you know, the failed rituals, um, he didn't spend much time in that house. And he ended up, <laughs> he ended up selling it in 1913. Wait, didn't he die in like... Wait. Yeah, didn't he die in 1914 or something? Or 1916 or something like that? Let's see here. Cause I thought you said he. Oh, I gotta live there a little bit. Or wait, I guess if he sold it, then he didn't get to live there. Or did he sell it and then live there? Uh, I don't have. When he died. I can't remember. What he said. I can't remember if he said. Hold on, let me look back he here. He had died, or if something else. Yeah, I don't have anything oh. about his when he died, but. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I can't remember. Um. So yeah, he ended up selling it in 1913. And after Oh, maybe was... that's why you said you I don't think you said he died. I think you said he left. He was only there for that amount of time. I think he was only what 6 years you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking. If he didn't die, he just left. That mm-hmm. would make sense. He sold it. Okay. And Crowley didn't Yeah, he did spend enough time there and he sold it to an army general named Edward Grant. Um, and, you know, he said that the house had some dark energy to it, wasn't feeling it, and he ended up committing suicide in the army general in Crowley's bedroom. Dude. Yeah, in 1965. But he had never had... Jeez. And when? 1965. Bro. Oh my gosh. I know. 60 years ago? Not even? 58? Something like that? So the next famous person to own the residence Mm -hmm. was Jimmy Page. Page, okay. Okay, he was the lead guitarist of of a famous band named Led Zeppelin. No way. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, he was a fan of Crowley's works. Dude. Liked it all. Oh, no. And he was quick to buy it in 1970. <laughs> and, you know, he bought it when it was in pretty rough shape. You know, that building is over 160 <laughs> years old. So old. Uh, and he began to start to restore it, but yeah. never really got very far. Um, he ended up just letting his family use it. And his whole family was constantly telling him about all the weird noises they hear at night. No. The animal Ugh. screams. The, an- the human screams. Hear it all. Jesus. Um, and then eventually nobody wanted to stay there, so he sold it in 1992. Because, like, after his family started complaining about all this stuff, nobody ever really used it. Um, and I don't really know who he sold it to, but um, the house saw two more owners... And they didn't report anything strange, which, okay. you know, if I'm trying to sell my house too, I ain't trying to mm-hmm. tell you about all this crazy stuff. Yeah, if you're like, there. yeah, if you're like, hey, well, this isn't working out, let me sell it. I'm not going to say, yeah, it's haunted as hell, but. Right. Yeah. Um, but in 2015, um, somebody set that building on fire. Why? I mean,. I get maybe it has some rough history, but why? Maybe the dark energy that surrounds it. I don't maybe know. or somebody was drove to. Maybe they were like. But there was no casualties. Right. And so, as of 2019, a charity took it over, and they're just restoring it. 2019. To its former, to its former glory. Former glory of what? Just looking pretty, possibly. Because. Wait, who's the original? I don't even remember who's the original owner of, like, what was so great about it at the beginning. It was just an, a good-looking house. Jeez. I guess. I mean, it that's is. That's cool. That's a cool one. I like that one. It is a house from 1809. In overlooking the Loch Ness. In, in between. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's because it's, like. That's a touristy thing. It's it's an interesting little lake. Like it's not wide. It's More narrow normal. and long. Huh. Almost almost river esque, but it's like it's, yeah, it's like a river, but it's it's like, like three kilometers wide, which is how many kilometers are there in a mile? I don't know. Um let me see. Kilometer conversion because yeah, I don't um Three kilometers is how many miles is only like one point eight six four miles, so not even two miles. So it's not two miles long, but it's like almost two miles. Kilometer, almost two miles long, like thirty six kilometers long. Imagine a teenager just swimming that, dude. Somebody just going like, pop their back a little bit. Let's get to I mean, it. people run two miles. No, like 36 kilometers. Oh, sheesh, that's right. 36? So that's like what, like... That's a that's a hefty amount. Because um, you'd do that, what, times uh, 12? So that's 12, oh. 24 miles? Let's see. I don't know. I don't know the math. I don't know, Matt. I think that's 
I think that sounds about right, but let's type her in and see what it got for us. Converting. All I know is that a five oh, wait, kilometer what did I say? is 3.24 miles. It's 22.369. So, that 22 is, and a half, that's a lot. That is quite long. Jeez. That's a lot. Yeah. But, jeez, so. that's crazy. I mean, that's that's so funny that you said base. Who is from Led Zeppelin? Base? Did you say base? Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. But what was he? What did he play? Lead guitarist. Guitarist. Okay, I don't know why I thought you said base. But that's crazy that he had it and his family reported it. But I mean, it's hard because it's like people with family like that and they... I mean, they're in the headlines a lot, you know? You kind of want to say stuff sometimes. Yeah. But, but then, that's all I got for today. That's cool. I liked it. That's awesome. That's a cool one. Especially yeah. what Scotland is. Yeah. We'll see you on the next one. See ya. Bye.